Welcome to episode seven of the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. I'm Allie D. This is producer Nicole, and we are so excited to be back and chatting with y'all about all the amazing things that have gone on in the sports entertainment world. If you're just joining us for the first time, I am on camera. Nicole is a stage manager. We work together for the Dallas Mavericks and Dallas Cowboys in a sports entertainment capacity, and we're here to bring you all the behind the scenes and juicy stuff that goes on that the fans from a distance but maybe they don't know what goes on behind the scenes and that's what we're doing here by the way i love your t-shirt thank you i just got this from the team store last game this is like totally me i don't know if you can see it but yeah it's, it's like very little, understated it's got the little mavericks logo Nike swoosh if y'all don't know we are on youtube as well so you can watch this whole thing on camera we are camera ready as they say with our glamorous hair and makeup my hair is actually still wet i don't know if i'm all <laughs> Glammed up, but here we go. <laughs> Nicole, you also just got back from San Diego. Yes, I did. I like. I've never been there. I hear it's gorgeous. It's, it was, was my it snowing? first time too. Oh, <laughs> it was snowing out there. Literally, though, I mean, you might as well say it was snowing. It was my first time out in San Diego, and I've heard that it's like 70, 80 degrees, always sun shining. The whole entire weekend I was there, nothing but downpour rain. Super disappointing, but made the most of it. Got to see some friends that live out there. Would have loved the sunshine. I know. It's crazy. Louise. By the way, when you were out of town, I started working out. I'm getting ready for springtime. Look at these guns. I know. I joined the gym here. You always look good. I'm excited because it's been a decade since I've been to the gym because I am like an extreme introvert in situations like that. So going to the gym is literally the worst nightmare for me because there's so many people and I just feel like everyone's staring at you and thinking like, oh, she's not doing that right or she should be up there doing some more cardio or whatever. It's just part of my like anxiety of going to the gym, just freaking out and worrying about interacting with straight to her. <laughs> I know. The gym is not my thing either. I've never been one from the you. gym. Mm -mm. Yeah. I don't, if I go into the gym, I have no clue what to do. And I feel the same way. I'm like, am I doing this right? I don't even know what to work out. I'm a big yoga girl. So yoga is my workout. Um, hmm. I used to do it a lot. And lately I've kind of been slacking. So I really need to get back into it. So you were, you're a yogi. I'm a yogi. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have been for the past few years doing these workouts at home, which I absolutely love. And that was fine when it was just Corey and I, and we didn't have kids. And then when I had one kid, it was still okay because while he's napping, I could go out there and do like my little 20 minute workout video. But now when you have two children at home and they're not napping at the same time, and there's no way I could get my workout done. I'm not doing like, you know, an hour's worth of workout. I'm doing 20 <laughs> minutes, people. We got 20 minutes to go. That means I have five minutes and then I got 20 minutes in the gym and then five minutes home. So that's my little window. But when I went there for the first time a few days ago, I just went immediately to the mat and just started stretching because I was like, what am I doing here? There was two people in there when I got there and I was like immediate panic, sweating, like, what am I going to do? I don't know. Someone is <laughs> over there stretching until I could figure out what to do. So then I lifted some dumbbells, getting these arms nice and strong. And um, then I hopped on the Stairmaster thing. You know why I did that? is because I can't even get up the stairs at the American Airlines Center without huffing and puffing. So that I'm is like <laughs> that is the machine. That is like one of the best machines. And that's honestly one of my favorites. To be honest, I'm a big stair girl. So like I used to run stairs or stadiums all the time. What? So yes, I that's like my oh cardio. My I can't I can't run to save my life. But um yeah, love the stairs. I actually was able to climb eight floors. So I feel like that's really sad, actually. I wow. only did eight minutes the first day. But eight floors, that should be the top That's of the concourse. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and since then, I was 12 floors. The next time, I went 18 floors the last time. So anyways, next time we have a timeout and we're on the wrong side of the arena, 
this girl right here is going to have no trouble getting to the other side <laughs> up the stairs and talking on the mic. So you can mark my words about that. Speaking of that, last time we were up on that platform, we had a super cute contestant with us. He was 18, 19 maybe. And that was the day that I was a little flustered. Yeah. There was and a lot going on. There was a lot going on, but we were trying to hold it together, you know, and he was so nice and so excited to do the timeout. And I remember you told me this thing about the power stance that I needed to do, which I feel like after working out in the gym, I'm going to like excel at that as well. I thought it was cool. It worked. It's called like the five second, or I might be making that up, but it's just the power stance. So I think I picked this up from a TED talk way back in the day. And it was just talking about whenever you have like a lot of adrenaline or anxiety, or you're nervous about something, you literally just expand your arms all the way out. And you're like almost a starfish. Oh. And you just hold it there and take like a couple deep breaths. And I'm telling you guys, it just calms your body down. That game, yeah. there was so much going on. I know everybody was flustered. We were trying to figure out when the timeout <laughs> was happening. And I just looked at Allie and I said, just do the power stance. And she was like, do what? what? And I was like, just do the power stance and it'll make you feel better. And you did it. It made me feel better immediately, guys. It was, it was amazing. It actually worked. And I instantly was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. I felt calm. I felt strong. You're ready and for your hit. And okay, yeah. you know what? Funny story. So before the game start, we always go into media dining where they give us dinner and snacks before the game kicks off. And one game, we were all sitting at a table and me and Allie were talking about the power stance with a group of guys. So I was telling them about the power stance, like anytime that you're in a stressful situation, just do the power stance or like before an interview, I'm telling you, it just gives you so much confidence and you weren't here, but it was a couple games later. I was sitting at the dining table and one of the guys, an older gentleman came down and sat and he's like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I tried the power stance the other day. And he was like, that really worked. I'm not no. even kidding. So then I'm sitting at a table with completely new people. So I start telling them about the power stance. Yeah. So we're going to be so doing cool. that at the maps. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, I was thinking about the psychology behind it. By the way, sometimes as a stage manager, you also have to be my psychologist slash therapist and get me in the right <laughs> mindset. Sorry about that. But the psychology of it, you know me and I love to have my theories and Lord knows they're probably totally wrong. But in this instance, when I think about like when a cat is trying to make themselves look big and powerful, oh, hear me out. They turn to the side and they try to make themselves look bigger. Same with bulls. And bears. Bulls and when they're like, and bears. So this yes. is the thing. It's like an animal instinct. You're like, wow, I'm way bigger and stronger than I feel. Yes. You know, I'm ready to take it over the world It just like gives thing. you a confidence. And whenever things are crazy, I just look at Allie, power stance. <laughs> So oh, if anyone's so ever watching us on the platform and just sees us like starfishing you know, it out, out, you guys know what we're doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can we talk about, while I was at a time, I saw on Dallas, Texas TV, Instagram, which shows all the drama, all the things. There was a proposal that went wrong at the Mavs game this past Sunday against the Lakers, which was a huge game. LeBron was back in town after breaking the record. I saw so much happen that game. You were there. I wasn't. I'm so yeah. upset that I was not there. Um, I, I need to know the details about this proposal. Was it staged? Was it not? What happened? <laughs> all right. Let's spill the tea and talk about the proposal. So if you all did not see this on social media, what happened was the Mavs occasionally will allow people to have proposals on camera. Right. It's something that's very thoroughly vetted and there's all kinds of things that fall into line for that to happen. 
So during this particular timeout, it was a show us your signs timeout. So everybody on the screen was getting excited and they were showing their signs like, go Luca and speed LA, like all the cute signs that they've made at the arena. And the idea was at the end of that, we were going to go to this couple and they were going to show their signs. And then Champ was going to come down and show a sign that says, will you marry me? Yeah. So that was like the big reveal. Right. Oh, cute. Cute idea. So the timeout starts, everybody's showing their signs. I'm watching because I know what's coming up. And you know me, I'm a sucker for these. I'm going to be crying in about 30 seconds. (laughs) And finally, they get to the couple. And it's this blonde guy and a brunette gal. And they look so happy to be on camera and everything. And then Champ comes down the stairs and he opens his sign up. And it says, will you marry me? And the music starts. And then I'm looking at her. And I'm looking at him and I feel like time just stopped. You know, something weird was going on. She was reading the sign over and over on camera. And I'm like, okay, girl, now's your time. He's on one knee on camera. And then she goes over to him and she leans down and she's talking to him on camera as the marry me or whatever cute song is playing in the background. Champ is there holding the sign. Things are taking a little bit longer for her to say, yeah. Normally it's like an instant I'm so excited. Yes, I'm going to marry you hugs and everything. I've already started to cry at this point, though, because (laughs) I thought it was so cute at the very, very beginning. I know what's coming. Well, lo and behold, she's talking to him as he's on one knee. She leans down. She's saying something to him. And then she stands up and bolts out of the arena, runs up the concourse and just beelines for the exit. And everyone in the arena is like, Oh my gosh. Everyone that works for the Mavs, we know this is not staged by the Mavs. That was a total shock. We are all freaking out. I don't think we've ever had anybody say no on camera. I mean, at least say yes and then tell them no when you get off camera. You know what I mean? That's what I'm Um, thinking. This whole story just goes on an emotional roller coaster and twists and turns for the next three quarters as we're trying to figure out what happened. So immediately it goes on Dallas, Texas TV. It was moments after it. It's on there and it's like, girl says no. And that's what you saw. Me being the investigative journalist that I am, I'm like, I'm going to champ. I got to figure out what went down. So I'm going to try to find Champ's assistant and see if I can get any information for y'all on the It's A Lot Y'all podcast because I'm trying (laughs) to get the scoop for everybody here. And he says, the girl was crying when she ran out. Champ had no idea. Nobody had any idea. So I want to make it clear. This was not staged by the Dallas Mavericks guys. Right. And we would know. That's the thing. If we staged something, we 100% know. But it's so crazy too because at that moment, I saw Champ was holding the sign. And as soon as she walked off, you could tell Champ was like, and he just closed the sign. It was a dramatic exit. So I was like, what's going on? I need details. But wait, there's more. So I also hear that she leaned down and said, are you serious? And he said, yes. And she goes, oh, H-E double hockey sticks, no, and ran out. So now we're like, okay, this maybe was real. Well, then a couple of ticket salespeople apparently knew the girl. And they're like, wait a second, that's weird. We know her and she's single. So now the story continues to unfold. Then we're all starting to think this was a joke on her or maybe it was their first date or we just didn't know what to think. Right. Meanwhile, it was sponsored by Michael's, the arts and crafts supply store. Okay. And they were at this game. So if you don't know when the sponsor reps are at the game, it is imperative that everything goes perfect. So it was just- Oh my gosh. Yeah. We had no answers for them. So just to make a really long story short, I'll tell you what the whole thing was. 
basically the guy lost at fantasy football. And so his punishment was that he had to propose to a girl at the Mavs game on camera. This is what we've now come to know. Now, I don't know 100%, but this is the latest tea is that it was a punishment for losing fantasy football and that she was possibly recruited to be a part of it. So it was staged between them two, but not the Mavs. We had nothing to do with it. Right. So that is the scoop that we know as of now. There you have it. So I don't know if I'm disappointing anybody. Yeah. No, that's actually very interesting because in the video, I feel like her running out was super dramatic. And then the way he reacts made it look staged. But it's interesting if it was a fantasy football, like the loser, what they have to do. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if she was a part of that or if this was a first date and he did that and the reason why she was crying. Right. If so, that's so messed up. I know. So messed up. So we'll try to get a little bit more information there. But it sounds like either it was kind of a first date situation or she was in on it, which I think she had to have been in on. But if she wasn't, poor thing, because for this I, next week right. until something else crazy happens, she's really she's uh, the talk of the town. She's the talk of the town. And yeah, you don't want to be that. <laughs> uh, after that happened, I had to go back to my dressing room and get a little touched up during halftime. And let's just say Lakers in town, there is everybody under the sun comes to this game. Mm-hmm. If celebrities are in Dallas, if they're in town doing something, they're there. If they live in Dallas area, they're there. So this is when all the celebrities come out. I cannot believe you missed this game. I know. Jeez. But Erica Badu was one of the celebs at this game. And during halftime, I'm getting ready to go into my locker room to get ready for my hit in the third quarter. And as I'm about to walk in, guess who's walking out of my dressing room? Erica Badu. What? Yeah. So her and along with like an entourage of eight are coming out of the little bathroom that I get ready in. Yeah. Nicole, you know what I'm getting ready? It is spazzy. Oh. I have stuff all over that dressing room. Right. Y'all, I change at the arena. So like we've got undergarments, we've got socks, we've got makeup, curling irons, right. shoes. I mean, it is a mess in there. And I see her walking out and all I can think of is, oh my gosh, what did she see? This like, is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. And EJ Poison Ivy is coming out with her and I'm like, but Ivy, I didn't know y'all were going to go in there. Right. I'm so sorry. And Ivy's like, no, no, I, I just had to tuck her in there. Yeah. I want to clean up a little bit. Like when you have a guest come into your house, you know, you vacuum, you get ready. I would have cleaned it up in there for her. So anyways, I apologize to her and her entourage. She had a great tall hat on, super cute outfit. Her voice is amazing. Love her music. Also, you know who's in the house? Patrick Mahomes. I did yes. see that. Super Bowl champ. Gosh, they are just the cutest ever, him and his wife. They look like they were having a great time. If you want to see the behind the scenes, I know DJ Poison Ivy presented them with like a super cool jersey from the Mavs and all kinds of little prize packs, I guess you would call it. And you can see that on her Instagram. But super cool that he was in the house. The fans yes. loved it. Yes. Yeah. Especially being from Texas. I think everybody enjoys when he comes back and supports his hometown, you know, professional sports teams and especially just coming off the Super Bowl win. Super cool to have him in the house. 
Super cool. Well, we have a lot going on in the next week. We've got a Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday run. So we've got a homestand. Yes. We've got a lot going on. In fact, we have a game tonight. So you and I have to actually skedaddle and get ready for that because it's just moments away. We're going to have to head over to the arena. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at It's A Lot Y'all. In addition to that, please, please subscribe to this podcast, follow us and give us that five-star review so we can start ranking and getting more listeners. We've got guests coming up, lots, lots more. So y'all, we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.